Production. I am your host, Eniola Ajax, and this is the African Hippie Show. On this episode of the African Hippie Show, we have an amazing guest for you. Oh my gosh, it's the amazing Clarissa. You know how things go. No, for real. Oh, I thought he had. No, I like that. We've actually been preparing for this for so, so long since actually last week. Let's not let that lie. Yeah. No, for real, it's like we've been putting things together to try to, you know, to try to. Um, move this um, this organization we have going on, mm-hmm. and we're trying to like uh, basically highlight you know talents in Houston okay. because I feel like you know we, we're growing up you know and people are you know doing things right at the moment right now mm-hmm. and we, we're trying to capture it right while it's happening you know, right bef- not before you make it because you don't want to get there and it's not like that nobody nobody in you right 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 you just popped out of nowhere and now you're you know, reaching everything mm-hmm. so now we, now we cut that you know what I mean? we cut that moment in history and we're, you know, we're also trying to you know, put it out there and let other people know about that you know what i mean okay. so today who's who's clay so what do you what do you do where are you from no come on like, okay so first my name is Clarice. Yeah, yes. <laughs> wow, wrong thing too. Wow. It's okay. No, it's First, my name is Clarice. 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 Okay, I apologize. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, my name is Clarice. I am from Houston, Texas, Missouri City to be specific. I am your everyday average girl and I sell everyday clothes. Everyday wear comfortable wear. Got you, got you. So what got you into that? Like, what, what inspired you to do? The thing that got me into comfort wear was my father. Okay. Um, he was very strict on me growing up. I wasn't allowed to do the heels and, and the cut shorts and belly out. So I had to be cute the best way that I could. And typically that was baggy clothes or t-shirts or two-piece sets like this mm-hmm. or something that was cute but wasn't too revealing. So that's honestly where I got the inspiration and the whole look and drive from. Wow, I like that. I like that. So, I mean, so where are you trying to take this though? Like, what's the, like... I mean, who, like, who, no, I mean, I, I part, so you say your father inspired you to get into it, but who else, mm-hmm. who else also are you looking at that's, you know, like, damn, I, I'll, I'll like to be like this one day. Mm-hmm. So as the end result, I can't say I would like to be like anybody only because everybody's journey is completely different. Yeah, we yes. all went through different things to get to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. So the end result, I would say the goal for my business is to have every service provider wearing my clothes. When I say service provider, if you're a hairstylist, mm-hmm. if you're um, a wax technician, you know, you own your own business, you're going to work every day. You want to be professional, looking cute in front of your clients, mm-hmm. but you don't want to have to dress up every single day. So service providers, I want all of the service providers wearing it, all of my stoners, people that like to go to the hookah lounge and pull up to the smoke sessions, you want something cute and comfortable to where I got you. So, so. All, so you have an all-around all around wear boutique. Right, it's a brand, right. So boutique is more like different clothes and different, okay, so and a brand is more as you'll always see the same okay, thing. It's so always going to be into never, never, It's into the apparel. N2P, got you. Mm-hmm. And got N2P you. stands for never too plain. So it's plain clothes, but we dress it up and we make it. I love that. We make it fancy because we're fancy. That. I love that. And, and she actually brought some over, actually. You know, let's, yes, let's, I did. Well, let's check it out. Stuff. She brought some over. You know, <laughs> gifts for you know for you know you know for our fellow members. <laughs> I didn't know you just needed people. No, I would have brought more. No, so I brought them some beanies from the winter collection. Yeah. On timers. Yeah. 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 This is really good. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
So how long have you been doing this? I established my DBA in 2019. Okay. Um, I established my LLC in 2021 of last year. Love that, love that. So do you have like a physical like location or are you still working on that? Yes, I have a physical location off of I-10 in Derry Ashford. Okay. Not too far from where we are now, the gotcha. area. So people can actually pull up and, and touch the stuff. Mm -hmm. People can pull up, touch, try it on before you um, before you purchase, absolutely. Gotcha. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Thank so you. It's, it's more than a brand then, you know what I mean? Right. It's a lifestyle. It's a comfortable yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your average everyday girl is going to be wearing something like this. Um, okay. Uh, Vic, what you saying? I said, uh, do you do couture? Like, do you do ready-made, or do you, like, yeah. what type of clothes, like, category of clothing do you have? What do you like mean? Like you said, like, you do, like, what, casual athleisure type? Right, so streetwear, kind of like athleisure, a little bit of both. Mostly streetwear, mostly like t-shirts, joggers, mm -hmm. two-piece matching sets, stuff like that. So do you do any custom-made, that's what I'm saying, like, couture? When you say custom made specifically for one person, yeah, or I do I customize my my items? Uh, no, I, actually I think, both. I think right, both. Yeah. Right, like, are you the ones who actually are you the person who who's like the creative director of the whole company, or like you right. you draw it out and you get it made, or and do you actually do that commission wise for other people? Mm, that's a great question. <clears throat> yes, so I am. I'm everything in my business. <laughs> I'm a creative designer, I'm the web designer, I'm everything in my, I wear many hats in my business. So yes, whatever you see is something that I have created from scratch and I've worked with somebody, worked with my team, the seamstress, to sew it and, and ship it here to me so I can get it to you all. Now I also work with wholesalers as well. So some of my products are already made to go, but a lot of my products I customize, I design, have my logo put on it, and then they ship it here and I sell it. Now some of the things that I've learned in the process of selling clothes are like pressing, printing like vinyl, stuff mm -hmm. like when you see on t-shirts. I know how to do that, okay. yes, because so, I used to do it myself. I used to do everything myself, but yeah. now I gain a little momentum. Now so, I pay people to do things. Do you just, okay, so but I've learned, you, I do know how to do that. Do you go with the press route, or do you embroider, or do you do like the, just the print, regular printer and just stick it on? I do both. So I can press myself. Okay. Some of my items are also pressed. Now, when it comes to embroidery, I have my team do that. Okay. Mm. I, I like that. I like that. So, so what advice do you have for any, like, um, I guess, young entrepreneur that's like trying to get into the, you know, branding and clothing, the fashion game, you know, because that's what you're in. Um, what, what advice would you give them to get into the game? Be ready, do your research, be consistent, um, and understand that this is not easy. On social media, mm -hmm. um, I like that. You can see instant gratification, um, instant gratification, you see the end result, but you don't see the process of what people are going through to get there. So it's very easy to kind of get tricked into um, end result or gratification or success. You need to fall in love with the work. Don't fall in love with the end result or fall in love with success. You need to fall in love with the work. It takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You need to do your research. You need to stay consistent and mm -hmm. just be ready. I like that. That's really nice. That's really nice. You really want to even know. Here's another question for the young entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So like you said, you design yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you're going out to actually make it, right, what would be like a gross estimate of what you typically made? Like, when you create a design, do you, you make like 15 copies and see how it is tested in the wild, or do you go for big numbers like 100, 200? 
Mm -hmm. So as it pertains to like when I work with my manufacturers, there's always, whenever you work with a manufacturer, unless you order a sample, which is a one-off, you always have to do a, a minimum quantity. Yeah. So I always do a minimum quantity with my manufacturer. I'm a fabric specialist, I sew. Yeah. So whenever I'm going with my manufacturer and I'm talking to my manufacturer, I'm coming with knowledge. They're not telling me nothing that I don't know. And I'm not coming to the table not knowing anything. Yeah. So I, I know how much fabric is going to be used. I know how much, um, things should cost. I'm just, I'm not ignorant to the to the textile industry. <clears throat> and uh, how do you, I guess, how, well, how do you network? Like, what, what, what way did you find a way to network? Like, did you go, like, the internet route, or are you, like, family talk? Mm -hmm. Like, did you go through Craigslist? Because people do Craigslist, Alibaba, you know, like, it was at home, manufacturers and stuff like that. Or did you go more, like, you can go to Hardwood and go, like, Wholesale, which is, like, a, a local destination. Like, which, which route did you take? Mm -hmm. Can I first? Yeah. Yeah, I got off my ass and I'm like, <laughs> nobody can give me anything. Nobody yes, wanted, no, the game is not free. Yes, Everything sir. I learned, I got up and I went and I learned it myself. I communicated with people, I asked questions, I talked to people. I'm not the shy person in the room. Close mouths do not get fed. So if you're walking in a room shy and timid, they already don't believe in your brain. If you don't believe in your brain, nobody else is going to believe in it. So when it comes to manufacturers, I went out, I talked to people, I look on tags, I look at email, I email people, I, I, I do the work. You have to want to do the work. Mm -hmm. No is not an option for me. If you tell me no, I'm a backdoor and figure out how to do it anyway. And, and that's the attitude. That's the attitude. That's the attitude you to, to win, you know what I mean? It's all about drive. No, for real, it's all about it's all about putting yourself out there and you know giving yourself a chance to actually win. You know what I mean? Right. Most people don't yeah. even give themselves a chance to even try. They give up before they even start. Right. Nobody's gonna do it for Nobody's you. That's so you. important. You have to go and have the drive yourself. Mm -hmm. Talk to people. Talk to people that are you network across, you network to your left and to your right. You don't go and automatically want to work with an influencer or automatically go want to work with these big brands. Work with people that are local, work with people that are just as hungry as you. And that's how I network, honestly. That's that's good. And if you want to hit, if you want to get the big dogs, you got to play the game as well. Exactly, you, you know got to pay, you got to pay to play. You got to have, you know I mean? So wait, before we keep going, um, where, where do you see yourself in five years? Is there a thing you, you think about or? You just go on day by day, like day by day. I mean, I mean, you know, people say have a plan, you know, have a goal, have five year get plans, five year goals. What the things happen so fast nowadays? You know what I mean? Right. It happened like nobody predicted that. You know, I had a five year plan. I didn't, I didn't predict. Literally, I was gonna, I was actually about to jump into a five year, like five year contract with a job and everything, but COVID happened and they, they cut me off. So stuff like that. So, shit. so that was my five years already you just disappeared. So, right. so I mean, so how do you, how do you? set goals and how do you, um, I guess, achieve them? You know, gotcha, great question. Um, I guess the first thing, just to piggyback off of what you said, life is totally unexpected. Mm -hmm. You cannot plan 100% for life. So I always have a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C. <laughs> Whenever I'm doing anything, and I always create realistic goals. I'm not going to set no goal that's so unachievable that if I don't achieve it, I get discouraged. Mm -hmm. So you have to set something that's achievable, but it kind of makes you uncomfortable because if you're not uncomfortable you're not really doing anything you got to get uncomfortable gotcha. but don't make it too over the top to where it's just like oh i get discouraged yeah, and you don't want to do it so come up with a plan that's first things first if you don't plan you plan to fail come up with the plan stick to the plan do your research create great goals and create plan a okay if that doesn't work plan b okay now if this doesn't work i have plan c always 
always come up with different plans. Mm-hmm. And, and be able to p- pivot, you know? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So let's be willing to pivot. People are, be adaptable and have redundancies. Yeah, and be flexible. Absolutely. Because it's, it's not easy. Like, some days I wake up and I have a whole day planned and boom, something happened. And so, you know, you got to be able to pivot and roll with the punches and yes. understand that not everything is going to go your way, mm-hmm. but you have to make the best of it and just keep going. I like that. I like that. That's really mm-hmm. nice. That's really nice. Um, so then again, so what do you see yourself in five years? Five years, I will I see my business. Who do you want to work with? You know, what do you see yourself in five years? It's in five years in my personal life or in business? I mean, I guess you could give us because this is already talking about business. Okay. So in business, I would for sure expect my my brand to be on autopilot. I don't want to have be having to do the day to day. I want to have a team of people. Um, that I can trust, very intimate team to be able to run these things for me. I also want to be able to, <clears throat> not I want to, I will be on mm-hmm. or like doing more as far as mental health awareness and advocacy for things like that. That's my life's purpose, mm-hmm. mental health awareness and sex abuse awareness. Uh-huh. So with those two things, as long as my, my I'm reaching towards those two, those two things, everything else just kind of mm-hmm. gravitates so towards Let's get into so, mental health. Okay, yeah, let's get so into it. Before you get into that, this, uh, Hey, that's part of the five-year plan, right? How do you plan mm-hmm. to scale? Uh, My business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. So I always look at whenever you're trying to scale anything, you always have to look at your back end. Look what did work. If it worked, don't 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 mess it up. What did you do that allowed this month to be so success, successful? And you double it. You do it again. And you do it with more effort the next time. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at what has worked, what has drawn attention to you. Figure out what you did in that moment and then do it again. But yeah, so let's get into the mental health um, section of this because this is where we're really here, you know. Like right, health, right. Uh, in the uh, black community, in the you know even African community, there's a lot of mental health issues that mm-hmm. I really want to talk talk about. Um, so, what are you working on right now in the, that section of mental health? Right now, I actually have an ebook that I just put out in regards to mental health. When I grew the fuck up, so did my small business. Um, and it's a great read. It's a quick 30-page read, straight to the point about some of the things that I've been through and how I hold myself accountable for mental health. A lot of times, we blame fingers, we're looking for gratification in others, but you have to hold yourself accountable. You have to want happiness, and you have to work for it every single day. And so that is right now is what I have. Um, in the ebook, and that's what I'm promoting as far as mental health. It's very important. Yeah, okay. no, I really like that. That's really that's good. Beautiful. That's really good. Um, so, and in that section of mental health, still, right? You mm-hmm. know, we have, like I said, we know we, we have a lot of problems in our in our community. You Absolutely. Know? Especially with the people, like you know, when they used to say, "Oh, that 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 nigga is crazy," you know. Right. Like, right. He actually really be crazy, you know. Right. But, you know what I mean? But he has mental health issues, but we're not calling it that. We're just abusing right. him, and, you know, pushing him away, not realizing that that's you know that's that's a problem that he so might he can fix. I'll be yeah. thinking about that. I'll be like, bro. This is somebody's brother, somebody's nephew, mm-hmm. somebody's cousin, like, mm-hmm. and they just drive past him every day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, son. No, like, we, yeah, we really, we really need to um, address this um, aspect of mental health, and there's a lot of issues. Homelessness, that's that's one of them. Right. You know, that's a real big cause of homelessness. That's a real big cause of drug use. It's mental health, you know, and, and we, I guess our parents, I feel like our parents really uh, push that a lot, you know, without even knowing what they're really doing. 
You know what I mean? Because they're just thinking, oh, just just figure it out like everybody else. Now whoop you, you know? Figure it right. out. Like, for real, like, no, like, he's, he's just lazy. Whoop him. That's, that's the solution to your Right, right, right. It's just better solutions to our, our mental health needs, especially mm-hmm. especially about our black boys, too. We're, we're getting really whooped in education, you know what I mean? Really, really bad. And it's all because of mental health problems, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if we can just address that, we can be in a better place. So yeah, what do you what do you have to say about you know the state of mental health right now, especially with Charlemagne the God, you know, making writing this book so talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you think about that? I think it's very overlooked. Um, I will say today people are paying a little bit more attention than it used to be, but we are still very very far behind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard because we live. Again, back to the social media thing, we're in a world of social media, which does not help mental health. Literally, the effects of social media has been documented on what it can do to a person. So in a world where social media is a huge thing and more important than mental health, it's we're, we're, we got a lot of work to do. But this is a great place to start, having conversations like this and, and, and making having intimate conversations with a black male, a black female, mm-hmm. it, it starts like this. Mm-hmm. See, well, the hard part is, right, when you come about social media, the distinction between that and, like, mental health, right? Of course it's time for your mental health, but it's, <laughs> but, it's but you, people are on it because social media does give you a, a path to uh, know. Uh, right? Because right. you don't have to actually go out, you can just... You socialize on media, media right, media. socialize online. So it's hard to tie away from that, it's just... With everything comes as good as bad, right? Mm-hmm. And the bad is body dysmorphia, feeling you know, all content with your life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that That's also can still lead with, with leading to drive, you know, added to ambition. Is just the strong will crumble and the weak will. Well, the weak will crumble and the strong will become cold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then right. it doesn't really lead us to the problem to their generation ahead. It's like the weak people are struggling. And the, and the rich are cold. It's hard to categorize people as weak. I would just say they're very unaware. They're very, they're not self-aware. Because a lot of times when people are weak or they're easily defeated, they have poor mental health and they don't even know how to fix it. They don't even know where to start. They don't know. So while we can call them weak, because I was a weak person at one point in time, I was just miserable and didn't know how to change my circumstances. It, it, it has a lot to do with accountability and being self-aware. So. And when you put that phone down, you can be somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a blessing and it's a no, curse. It's so it is. People are millionaires from being online, so it, it's a blessing. But it's you got to learn where to draw the line. It's a mirror to one's soul, but like some people just can't walk away from that abyss. You feel me? Agreed. Agreed. People don't know their limits. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's true. And when you when you have the I guess when you have the freedom to take it as well, you know, okay, take as much as you want. Right, as much as you can. But you also have to remember, right? The people that deal with these most of these problems are people from rural areas, right? When you live in a rural area, you understand like your location truly is a detriment to your health already. There's <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing, there's nothing there. Like, if Absolutely. you really live in a small town, that is a terrible experience. There's nothing there but McDonald's, right? liquor stores, and things like that. And they don't work. have facilities where like, you can go to to be able to get better or, or to just even have fun to, to, to socialize. So okay. the, the only place that you can socialize in those type of places are bars where you're probably drinking. Mm-hmm. There's only a lot of alcoholism because people started social drinkers, but then you start to cope and you will say, mm-hmm. you know, 
you just start to drink at home. Absolutely. Right? And the local drug. But then it's like the internet was then the internet is that that vice that keeps that cold out, yeah. keeps them entertained. Mm-hmm. But then it makes it harder because it's like again, it's a second part of you now. It's a second personality. It's like, Absolutely. It's and I and I will say that I've I've gotten on social media as a way out. I would rather. Um, I would watch like funny movies on Netflix or I would pick up my phone and watch people be on live and things like that. But what I want people to understand is that's a band-aid. It helps you right then, but the second you put that phone down, the second that TV goes off, you're dealing with that overthinking, you're dealing with that poor mental health. So it's important to address what is going on when that phone is down, when nobody else is in the room. You have to look at yourself naked in the mirror. And and that's that's it's just very important. It's it's a blessing and a curse of social right, media. So it really is. Let's, let's go to this topic then, since we are a members of podcast yeah, also. Right? Wanted to introduce that since I'm on camera. Yes, tell me about that. Yeah, so let, I guess let's get into the metaverse. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, last um, last year, right? Uh, Facebook changed their name into Meta. Mm-hmm. You, know, you as a businesswoman, you know what that means. You right. know what I mean, if a if a, if a, a whole billion, a trillion dollar company, right, would decide to change their whole entity, their whole what they what they stand for right. for some, to something else that that's, that's a that big means move. something you're that's right that's a very big move you know what Absolutely. I mean so like how did you how do you see that as a as a business person as well mm-hmm. you know looking into the future you know mm-hmm. how do you see how you can benefit from you know how you know the move that managers made right so I guess that would come from what we talked about earlier is being able to pivot and mm-hmm. being able to go with the trend things change the same way we were all in stores at one point once upon a time now we're online shopping things change Mm -hmm. and so you have to learn about educate yourself on the meta and things that are changing and you have to be able to apply that knowledge to your business how you will pivot and Mm -hmm. get get your products to your customers using that software or that platform Mm -hmm. so have you started using it no i have Mm -hmm. not i'm not even going i'm not going to i need to educate myself a lot more okay you'll try later no, you need to you need to look into. So have you have you thought about NFTs? Have you thought about crypto? See, when, whenever I get into these conversations, it's a man's world. It's a man's world. Like it's so hard. It nobody is able to excuse my French, dumb it down for me. So I I haven't been able to really get a hold of the information. And when I look it up online. Yes, it's like you don't already have a little knowledge of it on yeah. the back end. When you get online, yeah. you are confused. Right. So I just so it's very much simple, right? I mean, that's and that's what so, see, and that's right, the right, reason right, it's right, really right. good. No, 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 no. I'm gonna double it down into, into <laughs> two sentences, right? There's the blockchain, right? No, no, there's the blockchain. Well, the blockchain is basically cryptography, right? No, oh yeah, explain it. Listen, it's a long after. explanation. Mm-hmm. I was going to do it. You see, it's not a mass world. It's not a mass world. Because even a mass world want to talk. It's a mass world. Oh, it absolutely is a man's world. You will never know because you've never been a woman
Somebody could always shut you out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because somebody could always be a fake. Mm-hmm. But with uh, NFTs, uh, you know, it's one of one. It's authentic. It's authentic. Yeah. And you're the one who owns it. They can't shut you out. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. so Tory Lane's NFT album. Okay, that, that's, a good, that's a good example. You know, okay, so the reason he did that was because he's now an independent um, act, I mean, person, right? Uh-huh. And I guess that moment he was, he got that, like, he shot Megan, he realized that he might go to jail. <laughs> Don't say that. 
on the, uh, as an NFT and people can actually purchase it and own it. And as people own it, they can sell it and it increases the value. So your product online actually goes up as you over time. So basically now he goes to jail for 20 years or whatever. He comes out of jail for in, in that 20th year, he's probably a billionaire, you know, rich as shit. It's, because people already he had value already before you went in. But so how would you listen to music in the metaverse? The same way. Okay, so what you have to understand is right, everything I mean, that every content you interact with is mm-hmm. you're licensing it from somewhere. Uh-huh. Right? That's why Universal and Sony they're so important because they own it. And you're using whatever method that you're listening to to license their music and listen to it, right? Mm-hmm. NFT, like, but that means they can always shut you out, right? Right. But an NFT, he's the one who controls it. Nobody can shut him out. He's the one that can shut people off. And if he sells it to somebody else, he will always get the royalties from it mm-hmm. built into crypto. Into crypto. So he earns money from it. It goes up. If, money. He, if he ever sells it, yeah. so that if somebody, if the next entity sells it. It will still get his his residuals. So now, for example, you're, yourself, you know, let's put it in your business. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. If you sell this hat, you know, someone owns it and sells it to somebody else for a higher price because your brand's getting higher value. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now they own a piece of history because this is one of one. You know what I mean? You never know. You you never have this again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So now someone has, and if, if your brand is valuable in the future, mm-hmm. this is like it's a, a collectible. collectible. Yeah. So but then if they sell that collectible. Because it's still yours. Mm-hmm. By, you by still your, you still get the residual for it. But that's so you get to truly own your music and own your beat. You get to be truly independent, independent. and be your own corporate entity mm-hmm. and not be shut out by bigger corporate entities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hope that makes sense. It gives the look. It does. It's, like, it's, it's hard to grasp. No, but, but we're, gonna it take you, makes we're actually sense. gonna take you into it so you can actually experience it. Because it's different to talk about it, but it's different to actually be. So it's like three, all three right. so, so I saw today. a little clip today. It's literally like a. It literally looks like Sims almost. Yeah, like that's what it is. Yeah. But you have to really, like, you realize that people spend time in this thing. Like, like really? No, no, no. What you have to like creating like a life online? It's the point about the metaverse is the internet is already a metaverse right computing where our computing level as a society is getting strong enough where we can actually now be inside right so it's giving a physical representation of the internet and then with nfts you can now own digital Digital internet goods. products are mm-hmm. goods. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what we have done now. Y'all really done that now? I'm like yeah. that. Whoever's listening, y'all, y'all, some of you are welcome, because that was great. I love no, you. Yeah. That no, was yeah, great. You're, you're good, because we've been studying this stuff. You know? This is what, we, this what, we, right. this what we're doing right now, is we're moving gradually into the metaverse. It's one step at a time. So I mean, we moved the, the African Hippie Club. It's actually a club in the, mm-hmm. in the metaverse. Um, and it's a 3D version of everything we like, we hope, uh, to, we hope to grow to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a mall, so when you get in there, it will be very huge. But it's supposed to be like a mall where people can actually come and buy stuff. So yeah, that, 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 if you now make your NFT, right, mm-hmm. and you have it in the African Hippie Club and it's popping, you know what I mean? People actually come here every day, pass through it, they can actually buy your stuff. They can buy your stuff. Yeah, just as and, and do you have to actually send them the actual product, or do they I mean, have that if, option if, if that's If that's how you're trying to sell your stuff. Well, it depends on so if you want just a strictly online version, and you just don't want it to be physical, that's cool. But I feel like a physical version of it would be very amazing too, because like imagine having it online. And right, and then you still in real life. Wow, so people could be walking around like paying, like in Louis Vuitton stuff, mm-hmm. and they would be paying for that. And wow. 
and you know, and when you see them, it adds the exclusivity. It adds the exclusivity to digital. You know what I mean? Because the whole point of digital is like anybody, I can just screenshot it. It's not exclusive. But now it's it's exclusive. I can show. I own this. It's on the it's on the blockchain. Right. You can see the pictures and everything because it gives them status. Like you see, like oh, I got a board, a board eight. Is that what it's called? It's, yeah, it's, it's like worse. oh my gosh, it's like, it's like to me, to, I mean to me before it didn't mean shit, right? It was like what the fuck are you talking about art? You know what I mean? But now it's like <laughs> oh, I see the value. You know what I mean? These people are really, they're really. I don't know. I call it money laundry. They're money laundering that future. Their money into the future. Right. Yeah. They realize that oh, if I can edge my cash onto this, then I can I can cash out in the future. And people and I can even I don't even have to cash out. I can earn money from just holding it, just having it. And, and, now, the free, <laughs> and the free game is right. Well, the, one, of the, one of the pitfalls of going to prison is right. You have to then move all your assets to somebody else, mm-hmm. right? And then that's what the assets deteriorate on turn. Because people spend your cash. Right. Somebody, something's gonna happen with their property because it's upkeep. But with this, your money gets to be waiting for you. You leave out because it's, it's oh, not the right. encryption key. Okay. Right. Wow, well, and that's the that's the show, man. Okay. Yeah, so let's round up. So today we found out that you know you own a you own a very amazing brand. Yes. And I want you guys to go check it out. Tell them what your Instagram is. Okay, my Instagram is <laughs> my Instagram for my um apparel brand is into P Apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to follow me personally, my name is Pretty Clarice, Pretty C L A R I S E on Instagram. Ooh.